Welcome to another episode of the Double Coma Club with your host, Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. When you're a home buyer in today's market, this rate volatility can not only stress you out, it can keep you on the sidelines. I mean, we just saw a report from Adam Data talking about 15% of home buyers backed out of their contract before getting to the closing table. Of course, that would make people think a housing bubble is coming up or I can't count on the rates. Well, those 15% of home buyers who were under contract that terminated did so for a couple of reasons. One, they were under contract on a new build. And yes, they got under contract. New builds were taking over a year to complete. They got under contract when rates were in the high twos, mid threes, and now they're in the mid fives. That can be a payment shock. We also saw buyers taking back their ownership, their ownership of their experience. I mean, remember the first, the last two years have been this beat down of buyers. Now I'm a homeowner and I'm a landlord and I'm gonna say the last two years were brilliant for home equity and all homeowners, you did good. Like you're okay, right? But those wannabe homeowners, those first time home buyers, or maybe you're cramped in a small home that you've been wanting to get out of and move into the home of your dreams or the home where you can raise your family, those people have been struggling. And if they didn't get in, because if they did get in, they had to waive inspection, waive appraisal, do an appraisal gap, do a quick close, fight against cash, go $25,000, dollars $100,000 over asking, give up their firstborn to get under contract, and all of a sudden they're like, things are slowing down a little. Maybe that's not the house I wanted to give up my firstborn for. Maybe that house is a little bit more special. I'm just saying, if you're gonna go there, go all in, right? I love my firstborn, but it's a consideration for everybody. Um, but here we are, we're in a market that seemingly feels like a buyer's market, but it's still a seller's market. Let's be clear, we have one month of inventory. So sellers still have, if they stage it right and price it right, they're still getting multiple bids and time on market is very short. Yet you'll have talk to other listing agents and other sellers who their house has been sitting on the market for weeks. And all of a sudden for them, it doesn't feel like a seller's market. But buyers today have to take advantage of this window that just opened, right? Where they have a little more inventory, a little less demand to fight against, and slightly better interest rates. And that's what I wanna talk about today. The lower interest rates that we've seen starting on Friday. So a couple things happened and I'm gonna go really deep into this on Thursday's market update with Megan Aller, but I wanna tie in a program that you need to know about as a buyer because we're still going to see rate volatility. But on Friday, the ECB, the European Central Bank, raised their Fed rate for the first time in 11 years. They had dropped it all the way down to negative 0.5%. <laughs> yeah, they were giving money away. <laughs> You're like, is that even a thing? That's a thing. So they dropped it to negative 0.5%. Their Fed, that's their Fed rate, their central bank rate. And they just raised it for the first time in 11 years on Friday to zero. 
right? Okay, so here we are. We're at 1.75, and the Fed is, is meeting today and tomorrow, Wednesday, and they're going to come out with their meeting minutes tomorrow. So we're all going to be sitting, I am, going to be sitting on the edge of my seat, not waiting to hear what they're going to raise it because they've already leaked to the Wall Street Journal that they're going to raise the Fed rate 0.75. But we're going to be listening for what they're saying they're going to do in September. Because here's what else has been happening that impacts you, buyers, first-time home buyers. I will. I am already seeing sellers that have hurried up to get to the market, maybe even pulled their inventory up, since that we're planning on putting it on the market later this year. So right now you have a little more inventory, a little less demand. Demand is down 19% year over year. There's still, if I compare it to 2019, we're actually on par. But if I compare it to 2020, 2021, it's not spastic, right? It's not irrational, and it's not the kind of market where you can't get in as a buyer. 2019 and 2018 felt relatively balanced, even though nationwide we had about four months of inventory, less than the six months of a balanced market. It felt balanced, certainly didn't feel balanced the last two years. So demand is down 19% from last year. Inventory is up to where we now have 1.19 months of inventory, not the four days or eight days or seven days of inventory. So all of a sudden, I'm feeling like I can get in, but I couldn't because rates were high, right? Because now I couldn't afford the home I wanted. I was being quoted six and a quarter even. They had bounced up to their highest at 6.49, and they've been coming down steadily since. We saw a high, even higher than the previous month, CPI, inflation number. We have the PCE coming out. We're expecting it to be high because it's based on old data at this point. Commodity prices are starting to come down. Go get some gas at the gas station. The cost is going down. Now, will it come back up? I'm not saying this is a forever trend. I'm saying you take advantage of the windows when they present. Fill up your tank right now. <laughs> I was just reading in the, I was listening on the news that in Texas, a gallon of gas is three and a half, $3.50. And I had a friend go, I'm going to go drive down to Texas. And I go, and that doesn't make any sense. But it feels like it should because $3.50 is crazy low. We're seeing it in the sales. Walmart numbers just came out this morning and they had low earnings. In fact, depressingly low earnings, specifically because Walmart shoppers aren't buying clothing. They're focusing on food and gas. Inflation is still hurting the average American. Yet stores like Neiman Marcus and Macy's are still doing good. So we're definitely seeing a divide. I feel that divide in housing with first-time home buyers and existing homeowners because that cavern of home ownership equity is growing larger and making it harder to get in. Increasing home prices didn't help. Rising interest rates didn't help. But right now, right now, a little more supply, a little less demand, and right now, a little lower interest rates. So again, what happened? We talked about the ECB, the European Central Bank, just increased for the first time in 11 years their Fed rate and their central bank rate. And you're thinking, why is that better for me? You would think rates would go up. No, because it's standing up against inflation. The Fed is meeting today and tomorrow, and they've already leaked to the Wall Street Journal that they are going to raise it 0.75. And if they do so, the market will not react. 
If they raise it 1% after leaking 0.75, the market's going to react. They raise it 0.5 and they leak 0.75, the market's going to react. But if they raise it 0.75, the market will not react. In fact, it might even get better because they're taking steps to control inflation. Now, we even saw in the last CPI inflation numbers where there's a difference between core and headline. Core removes gas and food because they're so volatile and they're dependent on um, they're dependent on countries outside the United States that control the oil flow or they're dependent on food which can be destroyed by droughts or rains or whatever that is so it's it really isn't too, those two things aren't the things that the Fed can control when controlling inflation so they move those out and look at core and then headline includes everything the headline number was high but the core was dropping down which means we're seeing sales for televisions. We're seeing sales, we feel like, for houses. We're seeing sales for clothing. We're seeing definitely sales at the gas station pump, which is right outside my window, and I'm watching those prices drop. So interest rates are going down. We need to take advantage of this. What else is happening is the economy is starting to soften. The consumer overall is healthy. And I recognize that there are those who are not, that are in minimum wage jobs that are struggling to put food on the table and to get gas in their car. But overall, Americans have over $2 trillion in savings. They're one of the healthiest American pools going into a recession that we've ever had. And they're still spending. Right? So those Americans are keeping the economy floating. So we're about to get the number for the GDP this week. And we'll see the first look at the GDP for the second quarter after a negative GDP the first quarter. And it, does that mean we're headed into a recession? I heard something else on the news today. It was rather, of course I know, economies are cyclical. But he said, you're always heading into a recession. It just depends on how close it is. I mean, we're always heading into a recession. This economy is cyclical. You're either in a recession or you're in an expansion, but you're always heading towards the other. It's just dependent on how close it is. Right now, we're holding off with our continued spending. And the fact that even though we're seeing layoffs in some companies, we're still seeing hires and we're still seeing wage increases. So... Again, what happened with interest rates? Interest rates are dropping slightly because commodity prices are coming down, because the Fed is finally attacking inflation, because the European Central Bank is attacking inflation, because we're seeing manufacturing going down, because we're seeing the leading economic indicators, which is another report that came out this week, which I'm going to go into on Thursday, is down. It's down. For the first half of 2022 versus the last half, the second half of 2021, we were up 3.3%. Now we're down 1.6%. So we're down, meaning things are slowing down. They don't have to drop to the bottom to slow down. I was showing at last week's Agent Ignite how high commodity prices had gone, and they just came down a smidge, and people are excited that commodity prices are coming down off of their peaks. That's not that much. But I get it because the economy is slowing. Inflation is slowly coming under control. The bond market likes this a lot, like a lot, right? We're seeing the bond where it was hovering right around 3% is now at 2.72. That's really good for you, the first time home buyers. And if you were waiting for something to happen, this is the door you've been waiting 
to open. If you are waiting for the bubble to burst, you have to know it's not going to happen. What's going to happen is we're going to see a slower appreciation. We're going to see gaps of time like right now. I don't think the interest rates are going to continue to drop to the floor. I think they're getting more realistic because if you've been watching at all what we've been talking about in the market updates, we've been talking about the fact that the spread between the 10-year Treasury yield and the 30-year fix was too big. And now it's coming slightly more in line as the economy is starting to soften. All of this is opening up doors. And in the comments, I'm going to have the APRs because we want to make sure that you know all the numbers. But I want to rattle off a couple of interest rates that I'm seeing this morning because this is the kind of stuff you need to know is happening. Not because I need more deals, but I want to work with you. I don't need more deals, but I want the deals. Like, I want you to get into a home more than anything because this is your opportunity to stop the rent stop paying somebody else's mortgage and start paying your own you've been waiting for this now you can negotiate now you don't have to waive inspection or appraisal but get them and negotiate based on them you can go in at list or slightly under you can find the homes that need some love and care and if you have the vision get a deal and do a renovation loan you can do all these things and take advantage of a lower than recent interest rate knowing that even still if we go into recession you can refinance again so here's the product that we're talking about it's called a lock and shop. So whether or not you're under contract right now or you go under contract this week and we lock you in at a current interest rate on a 30-year fixed, on a 30-day lock, or you go out and shop on a 90-day lock on what's called a lock and shop. And we're doing those, especially with this nice little dip in rates, because I don't know that it's going to last for a long time as we continue to work through this economic change, right? Maybe. I don't see rates going all the way back down to the twos, but could they fall into the fours and, and stay there for a while? We haven't seen this whole thing play out. But what I do know is as the Fed is meeting and we're seeing the leading economic indicators, the commodity prices and manufacturing all slow down and the European Central Bank raise their, their Fed rate, their central bank rate for the first time in 11 years, these tell me that this week is good. Now, if the Fed does something crazy, and the PCE does something as a surprise, and the GDP number comes out different than expected, all bets are off the rest of this week. That's why I'm talking about now. That's why I'm talking about now. All I can guarantee is now. We've got some big news coming up this week. Here's a couple of interest rates I wanna throw out. Again, I will put the APRs down in the comments. So regular loan, if you wanna lock in today, we're looking at around 5.125. Now all this depends on your credit score and what program you're doing and how much you're putting down. But I'm going basic, I'm going vanilla, I'm going W2s, conventional loan, not high balance, 5% down, 740 plus credit score. We're locking in the low fives. If you wanna pay a point, we're locking in the high fours, 4.875. If you want to go lock and shop and you want a 90 day lock, which when we know, when we lock it for extended period of time, it changes the interest rate. We're looking at five and a half or with a point five and a quarter. That's still a great rate. And you know, it's locked in no matter what the Fed does, no matter what the PCE number comes out, no matter what the GDP does, or just keep talking to me and I'll keep telling you what it's doing. Because first time home buyers, this is the time. If you wait until spring, and this is where I'm gonna land, 
if you wait until spring and we actually do go into a recession and we do see interest rates drop any further, we don't have enough inventory to support the kind of demand that we're going to see pick up and all these people that are sitting and waiting for the rates to drop. When that demand picks up on the limited inventory that we have, right? Because remember, we only have 1.19 months of inventory. That is not mountains of inventory. It just feels like mountains because of what we've been experiencing in the last two years. If we do go into a recession, if we do see interest rates uh, drop, we will see demand pick up and we will see, again, multiple bids over asking and pushing out first-time homebuyers. So get in today and refinance then. That's all I got to say. And if you want to talk, I want to talk. Let's get you in. You need to be talking to my team today, not tomorrow, not next week. Let's put together a plan, even if it means I'm not ready to buy this weekend, but I want to start looking. Let's talk today. Nicole Ruth with The Ruth Team. You guys have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at thedoublecommaclub.com to hear more success stories and to get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. Remember, visit thedoublecommaclub.com and subscribe.